Good morning, everyone. We find ourselves this morning in a very important chapter, chapter 12 of Genesis. Let's begin. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you, and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great. And so you shall be a blessing, and I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. Let's pause there for a moment, and boy, a lot has already been said. So Abram was living in the land of Ur, that was his family homeland, which was in an area where now Iraq would be. And he was commanded by God to go forth from that country with his entire family to a land that he would be shown, and that was going to be the land of Canaan. That was going to be the land that ultimately would end up being where Israel is and Jerusalem is and Bethlehem is. And he, he, God said to Abram, and I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and I will make your name great so that you shall be a blessing. And in the end, he says, and in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. And essentially, God is now working out his mission to have a people in his image and likeness that would be fruitful and multiply and bless the world through that multiplication of his image and likeness. Now, as we know, because of sin, we've had to start over and things haven't worked out very well. And now God is 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 doing it in a different fashion. He's going to do it by choosing a family, his family, that he's going to make his family, and he's going to bless that family. And what he's wanting the world to see is look at this blessing that I'm putting on Abram and his family. And Abram, I'm going to be Abram's God. He's going to be my family. And when you see, the world sees, the blessing that I've given this family, I want Abram's family, my family, God's family, to be a blessing to the whole earth. And in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. So he's now seeking to multiply his mission of mankind reflecting who he is and multiplying the world through a family. God is still about trying to accomplish his aim of spreading his goodness and his likeness throughout the earth. Now, this is so interesting because this is called the Abrahamic covenant. Now, we're going to see that more clearly illustrated in Genesis 15, but this is the beginning of God's promise. This is called God's promise. He's going to give Abram this land and bless Abram's family. And, you know, as we'll see in the days to come, reading through the scriptures, is that Abram and Sarah didn't, you know, have any children and really struggled to have children as well. So it's quite remarkable that God chose this family to be the one that was going to multiply on the earth. Another thing that's very interesting to know is that, okay, Abraham had eventually Isaac, incredible story we'll get to. Isaac had Jacob. Jacob wrestled or struggled with God, and that's when Jacob got his name changed to Israel, which became the name of Israel, to wrestle or struggle with God. And that's what Israel means. And 
that became, so Abraham's family became the nation Israel, okay? Now, <clears throat> later on, I think it's just appropriate to talk about it now with all that's going on in the world. For those who don't know, just one week ago today, I was actually in Kansas City. I'm from Wisconsin. I was in Kansas City for a wedding, and I was actually in McDonald's doing a recording because I was in a hotel for this wedding, doing one of these recordings for our Bible reading plan. And I see my son, Jacob, trying to contact me at about this exact time, around 6.30 in the morning. And because I was recording, I didn't answer the phone. I finished my recording and immediately found out because he had got a hold of my wife, who at this at this time was now with me, and said Israel was at war. And obviously that's huge news always. However, it was really significant in our lives because the very next morning, the, that Sunday, so earlier this week, I was supposed to be in Israel, fly to Israel Sunday morning. I was leaving out of Kansas City, and I was going to spend eight days touring Israel with people from our church. And uh, sad that we weren't able to go, um, but you know, I'm thankful. Some people are just getting out now. We would have been quartered up basically in a hotel all week because of this war, and probably would still be there. They're just starting to get people out of Israel now. So it would have been a really, really challenging experience. So I feel blessed that we didn't get on the plane. But anyways, that's that's kind of uh, made my interest even greater in everything that's going on with Israel right now. We will learn later uh, in the book of Genesis that God gave Abram the land, and he even spells out the land from the river of Egypt to all the way to the uh, Euphrates River to the north. And and he spells out that he's giving them that land. So again, that's Abram's land, which became Isaac, Jacob, Israel, Israel's land. And really that's, <laughs> I, I want to, this is very simple and I don't want to claim to be an expert, but very briefly, God gave Israel that land. And Unfortunately, because of their waywardness, you know, they they eventually got the promised land after again they, they Jacob left for Egypt because of a drought, right? But they Israel ended up God led them through the Passover and then through the conquering again of the promised land. He they finally got in that land and then created you know, created their country under David and then Solomon's leadership. But then after Solomon and the prosperity of the country, they still didn't follow God. And the country got divided in two, Israel to the north, Judah to the south, under Solomon's two sons, uh, Jeroboam and Rehoboam. And Israel was essentially at war with each other at, at that point with two different countries, Israel to the north, Judah to the south. Well, it didn't fare well for God's people because they did not live to honor God. and they. They worshipped all kinds of false gods. And again, we see how man struggles to live for God. So eventually, you know, the Assyrian Empire took over Israel to the north and the ten tribes of Israel that were in the north. And then that was in the 700 B.C. range. Then in 500 B.C., you know the story probably that King Nebuchadnezzar came in and eventually deported Judah. In Jerusalem, uh, Jerusalem was at the n northern border of the of Judah, and then they got deported. So 
at that point in 500s BC, Israel as a country was no more. And what's amazing is they never became, well, hang with me, but they never became a country again for a long, long, long time. Even when you read the stories of uh, them coming back through Nehemiah and Ezra to rebuild the temple uh, after the 70 years of captivity in Babylon, they were not in charge anymore. They were not a country. They, they got to come back and build their temple, but they weren't, they, they didn't have a country. They were living in someone else's country, but just were allowed to be in the land. Um, so Israel was no more. And what's amazing is Israel was no more again until after the Holocaust, all the way up into, you know, our generation, so to speak, when, um, you know, Germany and Hitler, you know, had the Holocaust and killed all those Jews. Well, after that Holocaust, there was some sympathy and compassion for the Jewish people that helped to enable them to be restored to the land of Israel. So essentially, the Jewish people were given Israel back after about 2,000, 2,500 years of not being a country. Israel became a country. How incredible is that? And just God's divine providence that a country that was no more for 2,500 years somehow miraculously came to be a country and partially it became a country again because of, you know, the torture that they were given and, and the compassion on the world to help them have a country back. Well, at that time, by the time they came back, now you had other people in the country, right? So the people in the country now you know, Palestinian people see it as their land because Israel was gone for a long time. And Israel still says, hey, no, listen, you can go back to the Bible and you can see clearly this was our land. God gave it to Abraham. God gave it to our family a long time ago. And in a very basic sense, that's the division that's there today is that they argue about whose land it is. Now, Israel has become a strong country, whereas the Palestinians, you know, were are in Gaza or some are in the West Bank portions of Israel, but Israel has been in control. But, you know, unfortunately they let people in the, well, they let the Palestinians govern Gaza, <clears throat> which is in Israel's territory, but it's just a, you know, you've probably learned about it more this week, but it's just a small section of it in the, in the Southwest there along the Mediterranean Sea. But be, because they allowed them to be there, now they're launching missiles at them. And then, you know, of course, that big attack that happened last week. So although they were allowed to be there, they're, you know, they're, they're a thorn in Israel's side and, and shooting missiles all the time. So now Israel has said, enough's enough. We can't let you be here in control like this because all you do is attack us. So now we have this wicked war that's taking place. And unfortunately, a lot of innocent people are going to be, you know, struggle through this. And, uh, uh, I I respect Israel's right to defend itself and to not allow an enemy to be launching missiles at you. So um, I I respect their right to do what they're doing. But it, you know, war war is going to suck. It's going to be a rough thing for a lot of people, and hopefully it doesn't expand into so many more uh, countries getting involved in the war. But that's kind of a nutshell. And isn't it interesting that it goes all the way back to our Bible? I just think it's remarkable that God has a future history for Israel. It's recorded in the scriptures. 
And how is that history going to play itself out if Israel was not a country? But indeed, in God's providence, Israel became a country again. I believe it was like 1947 or 8. And now the prophecies regarding Israel's future are, are still very valid and will one day come true. It is amazing um, what God can do. So back to Abraham, I want to bless him and his family so that he will be a blessing. So they went to the land of Canaan and they went ahead and began to build their family there. But then after they were there, there was a different drought. So this is not the drought that took you know, Jacob and Joseph to Egypt a couple of generations later. This is a different drought. And because of the drought, and it's a very dry land, by the way, Abram went down to Egypt. And isn't it interesting that God is so determined that he is going to create this family and bless this family that even though Abram did a lot of things wrong and he goes to Egypt and they see how beautiful his wife is and, and he lies and says that Sarah's not his wife, his sister. You know, there may be some cultural reasons why he did that. I don't know, but he shouldn't have did it. He shouldn't have lied that way. But God is going to make sure that his mission is not thwarted. And while they were in Egypt, Pharaoh, uh, you know, received essentially like a, a, a plague uh, because God did not want Abram and Sarah to stay in Egypt under Egyptian control. So then the the Pharaoh realized that, hey, something's up here. And he let Abram and Sarah leave Egypt and, and took goods with them to go back to the land of Canaan. So uh, very interesting because now that God is determined to make this happen with Abram's family, he's not, God's not going to allow anything to thwart it. And that's what we read in the rest of the chapter. Wow. Well, there's the beginning of the history of our family. You know, the, the, the story goes, and we'll get more to this in the chapters ahead, that God wanted to bless a family and bless the earth through that family. Did you know that the New Testament now teaches that through faith in Jesus Christ, we have now been made heirs of the promise, heirs of the promise to be God's family and that he wants to bless his family and he wants his family to be a blessing so that all the families of the earth will be blessed. Did you know that through Jesus Christ, we have now become part of the Abrahamic family that God wants to bless so that we will be a blessing so that we can fulfill the mission of being God's image and likeness a, re a resemblance of that, a reflection of that, and to multiply in people around this world. God is still after it today, and now he's doing it through the church, through faith in his son. And we'll learn more about that in the, in the days to come. God bless you all.